A few days ago, I created a 100-day challenge for myself. And a lot of people will think that is crazy, 100 days. But I realized I had exactly 100 days left before I am leaving for my trip to Australia. Because uh, my brother Matthew is actually getting married to an Australian girl. And they're getting married in January in Sydney. So that means a few weeks before the wedding, I'm flying out. Because otherwise, I'll be super jet-lagged. Me and my boyfriend, we're going on a trip. And I have some goals I want to accomplish by then. Hello, hello, and welcome to Play to Win, the show where we turn your passion into profit so you can live life on your own terms. I'm Amy van der Putten from Fast Forward Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode with simple strategies every Tuesday. So I looked at my calendar and my life and my work and everything happening and my finances and my health, and I was like, okay. 100 days is nice. You can do a lot in 100 days. What do I want to accomplish by then? I was like, okay, I really want to feel very fit because I want to go hiking there. So I need to do a lot of walk. And I was like, okay, so if I would increase my steps goal for the day, that would really help me. And then I, I looked at my business and I was like, hmm, there's so much just popping up and everything is scattered and I really need to get focused. And I looked at my calendar and I noticed that my mornings are... Like I work out and there's someone at the door and then I have a meeting and everything is feeling a bit scattered. So I was like, what if I, I was listening to this book and books tend to change my life. I was listening to the book Deep Work and I thought, what if I implemented two hours of deep work into my days? And there were some other things. I started noticing that alcohol makes me feel really, really bad. So I thought after the latest wedding of a friend and the day after it just felt like crap and I get a little bit of, um, what's it called, like anxiety after I drink, it just really increases it. And I've known for a while that alcohol is not good for me. So I thought, okay, I'm going to do a 100 day challenge and it doesn't have to be perfect, but I'm going to try and follow the steps every day as well as possible. So I just opened my phone. I was like, okay, so I don't want to make this too complicated. Just going to put it in a note. What are the things I think the process of how I can hit my goals of being happier, healthier, wealthier, basically? I started writing it down. Okay, no gluten, because gluten makes me puffy and it's very, like, I get inflamed. I wrote down uh, 15,000 steps a day because that means I need to go outside. I wrote down a morning walk because that makes me happy. What else did I write down? I wrote down eight hours of actual sleep. So far, I've hit that one time out of the five days I've been doing this challenge. Four workouts a week. And then there was one thing that I didn't add that my friend then told me I should add. And that one thing was... Two reels a day. And reels have existed for a while now. I think reels have been out. I think the first reel I made was the summer of 2020. That means 2020. And it's been out for a while. So like 2019 or something, reels popped up. And I've never really taken reels seriously. Whereas I'm an online business owner and reels do so much for your growth. So Laura, my new business buddy, friend told me, Amy, the two reels a day that you need to test out and you need to find your format, you need to put that in your list. So, okay, I add it to the list, right? So I get confronted with the the little list on my phone every day and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to batch it out. And this morning I was at a point I had to, or no, this afternoon I had to leave for the podcast recordings and I know in Belgium everyone was going to sleep because I'm still in LA. And I thought, okay, Amy, you need to get this out. And I had this one reel that was far from done, a lot of work. And then another one where 
I had this idea. I was like, okay, this is a nice clip and I can put this text on it. But it kept like moving the text. And I, I played it and I was like, Amy, you need to really get it out because everyone is going to fall asleep and you need to hit your two a day. And I was like, okay, you know what? I don't have any more time. I'm just going to post it just the way it is. And it cost me probably half the time than it would have taken me to post that compared to if I would have manually adjusted everything to make it just right. And the impact was not going to depend on how well I had adjusted everything. So I just posted it and I hit my target. And I don't know how it's done because in my challenge of two reels a day, I have implemented one hack that is ensuring that I stay on track and that I don't slide down. Namely, I of course, me posting the reels has a growth target. You know, I want to get more eyeballs. I want to get more reach online because I need new traffic in my business. But if I stay super focused on that, in the initial process of me getting out of my comfort zone to create the reels, it's really going to block my process. So what I told myself is, okay, so you're going to post the reels and obviously you can look at the stats. It's important that you look at your stats and insights to learn from those, but it's not about the target of what you're going to accomplish with it. It's just about getting the two reels a day out. And once you start getting better at that, you can look at how you can improve the quality, how you can make sure that everything is aligned or how your hooks can be better. But if you start out with a challenge like that and you start by saying it has to be perfect and every video needs to be a smash and like a hit or whatever you want to call that, it's not going to work. So there's this one thing that I have taught myself um, and I use it in launches when I'm really not trusting the process or when I'm posting new stuff or getting out of my comfort zone and it's called follow the fucking timeline. I need to post two reels a day. So even if that second reel is a shitty one, I will post it because I need to, need to hit two a day. Am I feeling like I want to Netflix and just do nothing at the end of the day, but I still am 2000 steps short of my end result? I will just do the 2000 steps. And the thing is, we all have this little devil on our shoulder that will try to tell us it's okay to rest. And obviously, if you're sick, don't go and do it. But for me, it's more like, am I going to try to unwind with Netflix or would it be healthier for me to do 2000 steps and to just like unwind consciously and like have my body move through some of the stress I've gathered throughout the day? Because there's a lot of shit online like, oh, don't push yourself too hard. Oh, the challenges. Honestly, you cannot win. Everyone will have opinions about everything. I am the type of person, I'm not slow down, Amy. I'm fast forward, Amy. I like me some challenges and I made this challenge for myself. And guess what? I have slept so well because I've been going outside on my morning walk and getting those 15,000 steps in most days. But yesterday I didn't because I thought it's 11 p.m. I've just gotten home to the hotel. It's not a home, <laughs> it's a hotel. And I thought if I would go outside now to get 2,000 more steps in, that would kind of... That's not the purpose of my challenge because I would be losing sleep over it and it's very unsafe in the neighborhood where I'm staying at. It's a nice neighborhood, but also unsafe. I don't feel safe going outside by myself at night, basically, just as a woman in general. I think that's a topic for another day, but I always forget and then I'm outside and I'm like, oh no, this doesn't feel safe and I just go back inside. Because um, shit tends to happen. Um this is genuinely just a topic for a different time. But um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so the end goal needs to be clear, right? It wouldn't be good that I would then go and do the steps to then be exhausted the next day. That's not the goal of it. The steps are there to help me get to that goal. So would I post an utterly shit video? No, but I would post a good enough video. 
what is a good enough video? When I look at it and I'm like, okay, so could I make it a bit more pretty or a little bit better? Yeah. Would it already achieve the goal I want to achieve with it? Yes. Okay. Then I'm just going to post it if I have a little time, for example, because you're not going to be able to always post really great videos. And the thing with online perfectionism and showing up consistently is that we tend to set different types of goals for ourselves. We don't just think I need to go live and I need to do the live. We look at when I go live, I hope there are 100 people, but I'm also scared that there are going to be 100 people. And if there's less than 20 people, I'll have failed. Because you are... Yeah, like your version of success is very complicated. Like it needs to be a good life and you need to look good in your light and your audio needs to be good and 20 people need to attend life. And of those 20 people, probably 22 people need to buy your product. We have such unrealistically high standards for ourselves because we are super hard on ourselves. So how can you reframe the perfectionism around that? Because a lot of people don't go live because they're afraid to fuck up. It's by reframing the win. So the way you get to fail to win is by reframing your win and saying, the win is I go live. I've been using this new productivity journal and every day I write in it and it asks me every day, what is your most important task? And if you complete this, a day would have been a success. So for me, today was interviewing Daniel Canty on my podcast. Nowhere did it say record two extra podcast episodes, but my team messaged me earlier and they were like, hey, Amy, when are you going to get to LA recordings to us? Because we need at least one other recording before you get home, before the new batch of recordings. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so I ended the interview with Danielle, right? And Oscar asked me, hey, Amy, are you going to record another episode? And I was like, how long, like, how much time do you have in the studio? And it was 4.45 and he said until 6. Now, I know I can easily bang out two more episodes um, in that time frame. And you know what? I could have been like, oh, no, because I don't have any preparation or... Um, yeah, you know what? I really deserve a chill break or I should go shopping now. No, I've paid for this studio. I have a timeline to follow because my team knows the timeline and they informed me of it. I have a bunch of SD cards here that I just bought. So what did I do? Did I go into a discussion with myself? I tried to because I was really like, I want to chill and I want to go and eat. But that's a little devil. The path of least resistance is actually to just do the thing you're supposed to do. We often think there is much more resistance into making ourselves do the thing, but it's because we resist the resistance. Uh, I think in the, the, is it the war of art or the art of war? I'm always confused. So you have the art of war, not the book I mean, it's the war of art that I mean. It's a book by, I think his name is Stephen Pressfield. It's been a long time since I've read it. The book changed my life. The book is about how as creatives, as entrepreneurs, um, I coach a lot of creatives. My brother is a photographer. Um, most people that I coach are people who are very passionate about what they do and inherently uh, creatives, actually, is we feel so much resistance about things because of the underlying layers of fearing failure or if, if what if it's not going to be good enough? What if I'm not prepared enough? But actually doing the thing and then learning from it is often easier once we allow ourselves to do it. So just that extra hour of staying in the studio and then having the two extra episodes, which means I don't need to stress about those podcasts when I come home and I'm super jet lagged, is much easier than now resisting it and then going home and being like, shit, just like it is easier for me to just post the reels and get a view here and there and a comment here and there than it would be to look at my financials at the end of the month and think like, shit, I'll go bankrupt. 
as like figure of speech. So what is the thing you've been postponing because you are striving for perfectionism? And can you reduce that by not being so focused on the end result and making hitting the target your actual goal? So the way you could do this is, for example, you could say, okay, I want to get a thousand new people on my email list, which seems like a really daunting goal. But if that's the goal, we can easily ask ChatGPT or me, your business coach <laughs> in my business school, like, hey, what are 10 ways I can get more people on my email list? Okay, you know what one way is to get more people on your email list? It is to post a story that you can actually plan in every week with a link to your newsletter. I've done that in the past. And then I was like, oh, but my views drop when I post that through a tool. So I'll stop doing that. I did the same with my podcast. I had podcast clips going out and I was like, oh, but they're a little bit too ugly. I'm not really proud of them. So I won't do that again. You know what happened? Podcast downloads dropped. Email list signups dropped. Because I was so focused on the views and the vanity metrics. And I was losing sight of my end goal. If you know what you need to do, why are you not doing it? It's often because we are afraid to fail when we're doing it. We're afraid to, like, for it not to be good enough. But it's definitely not good enough if it's not happening. So in my list, I don't know if, um, let's see. I've written down each meal has protein, fats, and veggies. Yeah, so when I'm at breakfast, I'll be like, yeah, no bread, but I'll get an omelette. No gluten if I'm sitting in the restaurant, because uh, it's just honestly not good for me. It makes me feel terrible. Um, I'll be like, yeah, no, the gluten-free pasta, or I won't eat the bread. But with the Because those are big discipline things, right? But with the two reels a day, you know what's actually helping me? To not be a little bitch when my stats aren't good. Because yesterday I posted a reel that tanked. The day before I posted a reel that tanked. But you know what also happened? One of the other reels did really, really well and got me 40 new signups on my actual email list and hundreds of dollars in sales because people bought tripwires because they fell onto my email list. But what's helpful during a launch and when you're posting the reels is that you just commit to the process. You're like, okay, I'll have this. I'll post about my curriculum. I'll be like, oh, people are going to hate that I'm talking about it. Oh no, there are no sales. But if I get upset about not getting sales instantly when I do a pitch... I will become afraid of pitching. So when I have a content plan, I make it for a launch. I'm like, okay, so not every day is going to be a sales day. I'm going to think people hate me and that's okay because that doesn't matter. The only thing I need to do once I have a plan is I need to follow the fucking timeline. And if I follow the fucking timeline, I post the reels, I post the things, I made the stories. I honestly can't blame myself for not getting results if it just doesn't work out. But usually we're just exerting so much energy on resisting what we know we need to do, on resisting the fact that it's not moving quickly enough, that if we would have just taken that energy and spent it on doing the things, we, we would be getting so many more results. So how can you become more confident online by letting go of the end result, by not looking at the views of your stories anymore? And I know insights are really important, but just for a while, for let's say 30 days, you let go of your stats but you just commit to the process and you follow the fucking timeline. You're going to see your confidence increase because you stop giving so many shits or fucks. I don't know. And <laughs> you're actually going to see your results increase. You're going to see your skills increase because you're just committing to getting better at that skill 
getting faster at it or whatever. And it's going to feel so much better because you're going to feel like you can actually win. Whereas if you're just waiting to go viral, well, then inherently you're failing every day. But we want to fail to win. So we need to make sure that there is a possible win. So start going live every week if that would be helpful to your business. And if no one shows up, it's still a win because your commitment was to go live every week, not to have 50 people on and have 52 people buy, right? That's impossible. So make sure you have a look at what am I committing to? What does that mean? And what is the win? For me, the win is two reels went out and they can be shit. In a couple of weeks, once I've gotten better at it, I'll be like, okay, those two reels, one needs to be a storytelling reel and one needs to be a fitness reel. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up as I go. I can increase it a little bit now I, I interviewed Danielle I'm like oh shit now I need to get good guests for my podcast but I have 250 episodes under my belt so I guess I can challenge myself now to make better podcasts with guests and take my time to prep them but if I would have put that pressure on myself to book Danielle in as a podcast guest when I had my very first podcast episode that would have been weird when I had my first podcast episodes up until now 3.5 years later my goal was to simply get a podcast out every single Tuesday and that worked now we're over 200 episodes in so I feel like I can challenge my challenge myself a little bit more so this is how I do it I follow the fucking timeline even when I get zero results and I'm not an inherently patient person but this has really taught me to get more patient so just remember if you're launching if you're trying to create something online if you're writing that post and you're like oh it's not good enough something is always better than nothing commit to the process and the results will follow